Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to be here with you today, as always, for this next episode of the Get Your Book Done podcast, where we're going to be talking about how to prepare for bestseller success. Now, there are authors out there who really could care less about becoming a bestseller, but there are many of you out there who really want to know, well, what does it take to become a bestseller? So I've got my friend here today, Alinka Rutkowska, to have this conversation because Alinka is the CEO of Leaders Press. She has launched books to USA Today and Wall Street Journal status. So she herself is a USA Today and Wall Street Journal bestselling author. And she really focuses on helping business leaders to create bestselling business books. And I've known Alinka now for several years. We met in the in like a you know anonymous hotel room in Las Vegas <laughs> where we were at a mastermind with other experts in the industry of the publishing world. And that was the first time we had met face-to-face. And I was impressed immediately by just the wisdom and the know-how and like downright business sense that Alinka has. So here we are to talk with Alinka on how to prepare for bestseller success. So welcome, Alinka. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you so much, Christine. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. I'm honored to be on your show. Oh, well, it's my pleasure to have you. And I'm going to ask you the question that I always kick off with, because I'm curious, and I know our listeners get curious too, how did you land in this world of you know published authorship and now publisher and all of that? Like, how did you get here? Mm-hmm. It was through a half, no, middle life, half, what's it called? Quarter life crisis. <laughs> I had a quarter life crisis while I was working in the corporate world. I didn't really know what to do with myself and I was wondering if there was maybe a deeper sense to life than selling domestic appliances, which is what I was doing. So to answer the many questions I had, some existential, other philosophical, I started writing this book and um, then I discovered self-publishing. One of my colleagues told me, you know, you don't really need a publisher. You can just go and publish your own book. When he told me that, you know, whole new world opened up and I thought, wow, I mean, fantastic. So I did that. I published, I self-published my book that was like 10 years ago. And when that book started bringing me more in royalties than I was making in my corporate job, I was hooked. (laughs) <laughs> a good addiction to have certainly there are there are worse right. things you could get hooked on than books <laughs> yeah exactly so that's how it started that's fantastic and it's certainly grown from there i've watched you evolve and grow and you know launch usa today and wall street journal bestsellers and you know help business leaders write their books and all of that so like i'm grateful for that day that you were like oh asking all those questions and turns to writing a book to change <laughs> your life and you know now you've changed so many others with what you're doing so i've so many things i want to ask you but i think where i want to start is because our topic is how to prepare for you know bestseller success. 
what is it that you, you know, in all the years you've done this and the bestsellers that you've, you know, your own bestsellers, bestsellers you launched for your clients, what is it that you feel is like the key secret ingredient to experiencing success as a bestselling author? Mm -hmm. Well, I think we can uh, boil it down to one word and that's preparation. So we really need to put this launch carefully together. And it starts with the book idea itself. So what we like to do is before we even start working with an author on the writing part, we want to envision the book in the marketplace. So we want to know exactly where it's going to sit on the bookshelf. What are the other books that are going to be next to it? And how this book is going to stand out from the books that are right next to it. And once we know that, then and only then do we recommend that people start writing. And that's our approach. I know that there are other more romantic approaches as to you know write what you're passionate about. And that's a wonderful approach as well. But we you know, we are looking specifically at hitting the list. So in order to, in order to hit the list, most probably, you know, your childhood book of poems might not be the best candidate. And I'm only saying that because I have one, uh, but I never thought of using it to, you know, hit any lists. So you really start with the marketing and then you get the book, you put the book together you know, you write it or you hire a team to write it. And after that, you prepare the launch. And there are two types of launches that we work on. And one of them is the Amazon bestseller. And, you know, some people say that this is the only true bestseller uh, list because um, it changes every hour. And the only way you can get on it is through sales on that retailer. But then there's the USA Today Wall Street Journal list that are very prestigious and it's the dream of many authors to hit that list we have new york times as well but new york times is an editorial list so it's happened to many authors that they had enough sales to be on the new york times list but new york times that's an editorial list so you might have the sales necessary to be on the list but the editors at New York Times might say that, you know, they might just not like your book enough to include it, even if it has the sales. So that's why we focus on uh, USA Today and Wall Street Journal. And if New York Times picks it up, great, but we don't really mention them even, you know, because it's an editorialist and, and not based purely on sales. So these are the two main launches, Amazon and uh, USA Today. Do you have a preference of which one you'd like to talk about or, or both? Well, I think that probably the majority of our listeners feel like Amazon may be more attainable, but they just know, don't know how to get there. So what are the preparation tips that you might have specific to people who want to become an Amazon bestseller? Okay. So something that we do is, first of all, we uh, after the positioning, we make sure that we dedicate about... Well, you know, if you're an author that's going to do it on your own, I would recommend that you dedicate at least two months to prepare for this. You know, we're pros at doing it, so we might be able to pull it off in a, in a month. We have a lot of processes that are all, already set up and subscribers that are 
reading our book so uh, we can put these together quicker. But if this is your first time, I recommend that you dedicate at least two months in order to build up your launch team. And what we do is we put together a launch page, which is basically a landing page that has your title on it, uh, your cover, a few bullet points of why somebody should read your book, and a big fat call to action that says get your free review copy now. And you want to use the words review copy because you're looking for reviewers who will review the book as soon as it launches. And the way you get people to sign up for this, you know, for your launch team, is if you already have an existing list of subscribers, then you let them know about it. If you don't, then you can go through your uh, list of contacts in your Gmail account or whatever you're using. Uh, you can go through your sent emails from the last year or two and just let anybody know who might have the slightest interest that you're going to have a book coming out soon and, and, and you ask them to subscribe to, to get a free review copy and then you expect them. In my head, I just have to say, Alinka, in my head, I'm like cracking up thinking of some of our listeners like in the grocery store, like, hey, want a free review copy of my book? Like, because yeah. some people don't have lists. So I just, I don't know why I had this funny visual of some of you, like just like literally anyone and everyone who you come in contact with asking them if they like a free review copy of your book. So then how does that work? You send into the launch page. Are they opting in to get like a free PDF of the book? Mm -hmm. That's exactly it. Okay. Yeah. When you're in a grocery store, you know, waiting in line, you could even have business cards printed out with just that link to the launch page and give them out. Like, who, who says you can do that? So uh, then you start building both your launch team and your list because you'll be able to email those people later with other offers. But let's uh, focus on this launch team first. These people, what you want from them is for them to review the book. And it's important to have you know, some reviews coming in steadily as you launch the book because that helps the book be visible and it gains the Amazon God's approval and they show you more often in searches. So that's important. Just a quick question there, because those people getting their free PDF copy, it means that they don't show up as verified purchasers on Amazon. Does it matter or it really doesn't matter when you're getting those early reviews on Amazon? Well, it's better to have a verified purchase. And this is how you can get a verified purchase. So uh, these people you're not expecting them to buy the book. You want them to, to, to review it. But it's better to have a verified purchase, meaning that they would actually go buy the book. But why would they buy the book if they already have the free PDF? So what you do is you incentivize your launch. You put together an incentive and you say, hey guys, when you go and buy my book now during launch, you're going to get this incentive. And this incentive could be a mastermind call with you. If you're a nonfiction author, that's the easiest thing to do. You're a subject matter expert at something and you're going to meet with your readers and let them ask you anything related to that subject. So then the people who got the free book will be like, huh, but if I buy the book, then I can get on the call. So they will most likely also want to buy the book. And then you'll have the verified purchase. And this is another way for you to say to, say to people, hey, buy my book now during the launch because only, you know, only if you buy during this launch week will you be able to get on this Q&A call with me that will be basically a thank you, thank you call for, for buying the book. Got it. 
What else? Well, what we like to do is a short pre-order period in order to focus on the sales. So we like to put the book on pre-order on a Tuesday and it will go live on a Saturday. So we put the book on pre-order on a Tuesday and then every day we mail a segment of our list or a partner's list. Uh, the trick is to teach the Amazon algorithm that the book is becoming more and more popular. So literally like you only do a pre-order window of four days, Tuesday through Friday, and then it's for sale on Saturday. For an Amazon launch, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so we will, uh, like if you have a, okay, just an example that maybe not many people can relate, but if you just divide it by whatever you need to, if you have a 20,000 people list, you would want to, you know, mail maybe 5,000 on the uh, Tuesday, 5,000 on the Wednesday, 5,000 on the Thursday, 5,000 on the Friday. Then maybe everybody again on the Saturday and have some partners mail on Sunday, Monday. And that's the week, you know, that's basically the week. On Tuesday, we start with Amazon ads as well, uh, so that these kick in. And through this approach, we're basically able to get the book on top of the charts, even for a year. I mean, we've launched books for, for, for entrepreneurs that have been number one bestsellers on Amazon for a year. So it's not, it's not unusual for us. Do they, I'm just curious, do they maintain the ads to keep that status going throughout the year and continue to get their book in front of new eyes? Yes, we keep going with the yeah. ads. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so you do the ads right to the pre-orders during those four days. Uh, well, we do the ads uh, as an ongoing thing. So we start the moment the book is available for pre-order. Is up for the pre-order. And then we keep going. Got it. So is this the bulk of it as our listeners might be going, whoa, okay, maybe that's actually possible. And some of them might be going, oh my gosh, I need to talk to Alinka. Mm -hmm. um, who, know, who knows where you're at as you're listening? But is this kind of like, this covers the bases or are there any other pieces that we need to add in here for everyone? I think this covers the basics here. I know that even after I explained that, there are a lot of questions that people have and you know, some people confuse the lists, that there's one list, that there's a list of reviewers and the other list is a list of buyers that you incentivize the buyers, but you don't incentivize the reviewers because you're not allowed to. But I think that, you know, if you uh, rewind <laughs> and listen to what I said again, that will become clearer or else I describe it in several of my books. Uh, so if you look for Alinka on Amazon, I think I will, the rest of my name, Rutkowska, will pop up. And then whatever book you find on uh, marketing and writing, I, especially the newer ones, I, I describe that process. Perfect. Thank you so much. And actually, you guys can all go to the show notes because Alinka's made one of her books available for free there for you. And that book is called Outsource Your Book, um, which leads me into what I kind of want to talk about next. So again, the book is called Outsource Your Book. You can go over to the show notes um, and there will be a link right there for you to go and check out check out and actually get a free copy of that book, which leads me to the other thing I want to talk with you about, because you also will do ghostwriting for some of your clients. So I'm just curious how you suggest someone get their book done, right? Like I'm an expert. That's my whole thing. Get your book done podcast. I get your book done programs. I help people get their books done. Who want to write their own books? But there are people out there, maybe some of you listening right now, who are like, man, like I, I want to author a book, but 
writing's just not in my construct. What do I do? What would you say to those people? Right. That's a really great way of putting it. You know, the authors, I think, are divided into writers and non-writers. So you have a program for writers and I have a program for (laughs) (laughs) non-writers. So the people that we work with are mostly entrepreneurs, um, CEOs, founders, people who have done amazing things in business, either putting together their own business, growing it from scratch or running companies. And they're amazing at what they do and they have incredible knowledge and wisdom. But they're not writers. They're not really, they don't have the skill or you know, enthusiasm needed to, to write. But they have so many ideas and wisdom and they want to share it with the world. And the two types of people that we work with, number one, are people who want a legacy piece. So they are aware of their mortality and they want to make themselves uh, you know, live forever in some way through a book. And then there's the second type, and those are people who are looking for a lead generation tool, which is you know, a book to, to grow their business so that people can read it, uh, discover what they're about, and then potentially work with them. And so uh, in both cases, for some reason, either lack of skill, lack of time, lack of enthusiasm, they don't want to write, but they want the book. So what we do is first we do the positioning work with them that I described at the beginning. Where does the book fit in and how does it stand out in the marketplace? Once we have that, we work on their outline. So we really want to know what are the main ideas that they have. And that will become um, a very early outline of the contents of their book. And once we have that, we have a general idea of the direction. Uh, Then they start working with an interviewer who will interview them on the specific chapters that we put together at the beginning. And it's usually 12 interviews for a 50,000-word book that we do once a week. And all those are recorded and transcribed. And once we have those, the ghostwriter comes in and starts writing from those transcripts. Got it. Okay. So for some of you out there who are just like, you know, because I have so many people who are just like, I love writing. Like it has to be my hands, my fingers, either putting, you know, I have some clients who will actually write in longhand. They are so in love with this process of writing that they just, they must put pen to paper. Others, it's fingers on a keyboard. And I mean, I have clients who come for days to writing retreats and who will, you know, write 20,000 words and, and just be so elated about it. Mm-hmm. But that's not everyone. So I'm glad that you just gave an outline for those of you out there. Like, oh my gosh, that would be hell for me to sit and like write for you know days on end. Like some of you just don't want to do that. So um, thank you, Alinka, for kind of giving an outline in terms of what someone you know can do, especially the business building author, the business leader. You know, it really starts with that positioning that you talked about. So maybe some of you want to go uh, take a look at the bookstore and uh, take yourself on a little field trip and imagine where your book might be in the bookstore and what's next to it and how is yours going to stand out. And that's a really good exercise for all of you to do for positioning, um, whether you're passionate about writing or you're passionate about having someone else write it for you. <laughs> so excellent, Elinka. Anything else that you wanted to add to that 
process or did we cover what you wanted to cover? Yes. If someone's a born writer, a writing for sure gives you a sense of satisfaction. So, you know, that in itself makes you feel good about yourself, you know, that you hit your word count for the day, for example. So, you know, I've written a lot of books myself and I, and I know the feeling right now. I, I don't really write them myself anymore because I believe in my process and it frees up a lot of my time to work with a ghostwriter. And another question could be, what will a ghostwriter sound like, like me? And yeah. that's a great question. And the thing is that, yes, they will. So the first thing that you need to do when you work with a ghostwriter is for them to make sure that they capture your voice. So you would want them to, you know, deliver a page or two of your, of your book and say, well, is this how you want to sound? And you could say, well, no, I want to sound more informal or I want to be funnier. Or you could say, well, I want to be more formal. I wanted to read more, more like an academic book. And that's, you know, all part of the process. And if you look at a lot of the books written by entrepreneurs and or people in the uh, media, you will find that many of them were ghostwritten. Sometimes that information is not available. But uh, if you dig deeper, you'll see that it's all their ideas, but it's not their writing. And however you get your book out, whether you write it or you outsource that part, I think it's important that you get it out because you might be the only person who could share that wisdom with the world. I couldn't agree with you more. I don't think anyone's given the idea for a book if they're not also given everything they need to actually bring it forward because there's other people out there to match. The desire you have to write it is matched with someone's need or desire to read and receive it. So thank you for sharing that, Alinka. One thing I want to mention is, you know, if you, some of you have already uh, grabbed my book, The Transformation Quadrant, um, maybe bought it on Amazon, gone to transformationquadrant.com and picked up a free copy. But before we wrap and we're about to wrap up here, is I want to make sure that you know that I am hosting one of my very rare live Transformation Quadrant workshops if you're interested in joining me for that, registration is open right now. If you're listening when this airs in June, and you can just go to christinecloser.com forward slash workshop. I only do this workshop three times a year. There is a fee to participate, but it's me working with you and a small group of people over the course of an hour to help you really nail your transformation quadrant, which is kind of like the even a step to do before the positioning step that we've been talking about today with Alinka. So it'd be fun to actually work with you and talk with you there. So again, it's just christineclosure.com forward slash workshop to sign up to join me for that uh, that training. So the thing that I kind of want to wrap with here, Alinka, as we kind of move forward is just whatever words of wisdom. Um, I know you just sort of left us on a very inspirational note um, in terms of like writing that book. But as far as, you know, preparing for bestseller status and or bestseller success, I feel like what I'm almost looking for is like, what are the mindset nuggets of wisdom that you want to leave with people around really aiming for that, going for it, believing in it, because, you know, there's the book that gets written, but there's also the author who either writes it or has it written for them that needs to kind of embrace and live into that bestseller success. So how would you suggest someone prepare, you know, internally mindset wise for succeeding as a bestselling author? Hmm. 
Well, I'm all about mindset. <laughs> so mindset wise, I think when you do that positioning exercise, you would want to position your book in your mind next to the other bestsellers. So go to an Amazon category, see what the number one book is. And you could even Photoshop your book cover into the number one position there and you know, visualize it there. And while you're doing it, I'm sure you'll be inspired to take action that will allow to make that happen and uh, nail that preparation. And so you have to give yourself enough time. Uh, you need to have the knowledge, you know, what exactly to do that I gave you the helicopter view of and implement that and, um, you know, and, and, and make it happen. And if you feel like this is not something that you want to do on your own, you want support with, you can always reach out to experts to get that support. That's what I focus on. You can find me at leaderspress.com and I can help you uh, get to where you want to be. That's such an important piece of mindset is asking for help. I mean, I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with who have been like, I wanted to write a book for years and they made no progress until they asked an expert, you know, me in this situation for help. And I'm sure you've had clients too, like for years. So yeah, you want to have your mindset in the right place and, you know, not have yourself set up to feeling like this is something that you need to do on your own. There is a ton of help available for you. Definitely go to the show notes, grab Alinka's book, head over to christineclosure.com slash workshop, sign up for the workshop, do whatever you need to do. Because one thing I know for sure, and I'm sure Alinka will agree, is if you don't take action, you will never become, a, forget about becoming a bestseller, you will never become an author. So mm -hmm. just whatever you do today, as we wrap up this podcast and you're, you know, go about your life, make sure that today you do at least one thing to move your book forward in the world. Because if you're going to be preparing for bestseller, bestseller success, you got to be taking action to become a bestseller success. So I want to thank you, Alinka, so much for your time today and for sharing so generously of your wisdom and your expertise and knowledge in this, this particular area. I feel like we're going to have some listeners who are like, oh, it's exactly what I needed. And uh, if that's you, then of course, be sure to rate and review the show so other people know what kind of good stuff we've got going on here at the Get Your Book Done podcast. But thank you again so much, Alinka. Thank you, Christine. It's been a pleasure. And for everybody, I look forward to being back with you here next week. And until then, of course, as usual, happy writing. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.